thermal sound wave, wave, thermal sound wave, wave. Thermal sound wave's a natural alternative to fast food uh-huh. radio. We ain't got no time for all that other stuff, and we ain't got time to waste. Because in the place, we got Master Ace. Like how I put that one down there, right, 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 right. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I, indeed. He's rapping right there. Oh, well, a little something, something. I wouldn't call that rapping, but, you know. It's close. Yeah, a little, little close, a little close. But uh, we got the, the A-C-E or A-S-E. Take your pick. Depending on, you know, if you're a graph dude. There you go. Then you go with the A-S-E. Uh, you know what's going on. Of course. Of, uh, come on now. Uh, See truth. See truth. Not the S-A-E, though. Not the S-A-E, because that's... That's a frat. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's something. Yeah, oh, okay, that's something okay, okay. Now, Just make sure we, we don't do it that way. We don't do it that way. That, that ain't master right there. That's you're not right, master. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, shout out to... You're right. You're right. But we got the dude that, you know, brought us the INC and that whole particular lovely movement. And, of course, the EMC. So, whatever it is, it got the C on the end of it. Yes. It's incorporated. And it's always a, a MC. Hopefully not a rapper, but MCs. There you go. And there's a big difference. And Master he knows Ace. all about that. Master Ace here with us live in the studio. Thermal sound wave. Yes, indeed. Master Ace in studio with us. Okay. All right. Yes, yes, yes. We got Master Ace in studio with us. Uh, long time. Yes. Uh... uh Patiently waiting for you to be in the studio with us. I'm glad we uh, finally connected the dots and made it happen in 2015. Yeah, shout out to uh, lovely lady, Rain. Rain, Rebecca, word up. Rain, shout out to Rebecca, representing for her company and uh, big up yo. to JJ over there, Foundation Media, also. Yeah, you know, uh, and shout out to, of course, Uncle Ralph. Oh, absolutely. Video's box. Absolutely. Shout out to Los. And Freshetics. That's right. Classic right. materials and all them people over there yes. in Brooklyn with the stores and all that. Yes. But you hear Thermal Soundways Radio, and it is uh, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you, man. I'm glad. Uh, I used to come to this station in the 90s pretty heavy. You know, Mecca had a show up here. Yeah. Yeah. A couple other shows up here. I was I an intern for it. Yeah, I used to come up here quite, Music quite often. Mecca. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Great woman, thing. still a great woman, definitely. So I saw her recently, she's at the she's at the release party. We had at SOBs. Oh, okay, oh yeah, she came out for that in, yeah. in Manhattan, New York. Okay, definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, we we we're gonna dive into the EMC stuff. We're not gonna go that far back because I'm sure you've done all that stuff. So we're not gonna take it there. But, but give them a little bit. Just give people just a little bit. You know, just a little bit of history. Okay. Mass days. We can do that. Uh, 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 Brooklyn veteran, hip hop MC, a real MC. Thank you, Master uh, Ceremony, Master Ace. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I like to always say you. Uh, you know, guess I remember before we had this conversation on uh, on Video Music Box. Mm-hmm. You said you didn't plan to do it that way, but it ended up being that way because you were just flowing nice on all kind of tracks, no matter what demographic. Or, you know, people might think the track came from or geographic location it might have come from, but right. I always felt like you showed uh, people from the East Coast how to really, really flow. On West Coast beats, yeah, it's it's interesting you say West Coast beats because um, the record that the West Coast, I, I guess I'm most known for is a song called "Born to Roll," um, about you know cruising with your cars and all of that and the sound systems. And the record that I sample for that is a song called "Knowledge Me" by Original Concept, which is actually a group that was on Def Jam, New York City. That beat is a New York. It was made in New York, like you know what I'm saying. Like it wasn't. It, that particular sound wound up being more popular on the West later. But Correct. when I sampled that record, I was sampling it as this is a dope Def Jam record that nobody ever rhymed to. I'm gonna spit a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a remix of one of my songs off of it. And because of the way that the sound is, 
it might work somewhere else and it just worked it worked on the west coast and um and you helped you uh was really big on that the, the whole car game showing of the car game yeah i was and, a and the avid sounds i was an avid uh car enthusiast sound system enthusiast you know um I had a uh, a Chevy Blazer back in '90. That was my first car, like my, my first Blazers. little album advance money. I bought a Chevy Blazer, and my boy Lou from Best Star, he he built my speaker box. I had two 15s and two 12s in there, and I don't even need to tell you, <laughs> people, that speakers yes. that's the size yeah. of the woofers. Yes. That's the booming in the Jeep right there. Yeah. Two 15s and two 12s. I mean, you can hear it from three, four blocks up, like the the bass, like. I yeah. actually can't believe now that I used to sit in that car and look at <laughs> And you still got hearing. Yeah, I can still hear. <laughs> I mean, it was straight headache music, but like got the woofers in the that's gym. how I was. I mean, you exactly. had, you was flossing. You pull, you get to that red light. You see them girls at the corner. You turn that joint all the way up. Boom, 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 boom. And then that's when the guy will pull up next to you be like, let me see, you know, who... It, was, it, wasn't, louder. it wasn't too many dudes messing with me in Brooklyn. I mean, it was a couple of Puerto Rican cast that was crazy. <laughs> like, made out of here with it. They was out of here. In Bushwick. Yeah, all around. I mean, it was a couple. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a few dudes that had some crazy stuff. But Shout out to Miente. I was, I was all right with my stuff, though. My, my, my stuff was pretty loud. And wasn't it Dr. Dre that produced that? The, the, the joint that you sampled for The Boy in the Roll? Or did he have something that he had not, some not, involvement with that? Not that Dr. Dre. The Dr. Dr. Dre from the East Coast, MTV. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm okay, talking okay. about. I love him. Yeah, 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 I'm talking about that Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, yeah. not the beats right, by right, Dre, right. dude. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they made, they made that. Um, they talked over the whole record. Like they, they didn't actually. Nobody rhymed to that beat. They just talked over it. Um, just talked a bunch of nonsense over it. And I was like, man, this beat was would, would really work on the West. Let me, let me flip some lyrics to this. And I, and I decided to take the lyrics from my song Jeep Ass and flip it and boom. It's a hit record out of nowhere. Exactly. We're talking to Master Ace right now. Call us 212-650-6903. Email us thermosignwave to gmail.com. Now, before I get to the, the more recent stuff, I want to ask you, you still doing the, the stuff with the football and the coaching and all that? I stopped coaching. Um, my last season was 2012. So I've been out of coaching for two years, going on three. Um, I coached for 11 years straight, high school football. Nine years in Brooklyn. Which high school? At Canarsie High School. Canarsie. Canarsie, yes. And then, and then two years in um, Jersey at, uh, at Irvington High School, actually the alma mater of Queen Latifah. Oh, wow. Yes. Her, her mother actually worked at that school for many, many years. And, uh, and after 2012, I decided to take a break, and I've been, I'm still on that break. Now, you and Digger used to play at Sheepshed, right, in Brooklyn? Yeah, we didn't play at the same time, though. I was older than him. So my senior year was his freshman year. He was on JV. He's a little guy. Shout out <laughs> shout to, to Sheepshead. Uh, yeah. Were you, you a Madison guy or something? No, I'm not a Madison oh, okay. guy, but I, he, I know, he, he I know the battle. Okay. I know that, but we played against Sheepshead. Who'd you play okay. for? Truman High School. Oh, Truman, okay. In the Bronx. It was very uh, very interesting. It was, it was really... What year, what year are we talking? 97. Okay. All it right. was very... Uh, uh, it was warlike. <laughs> it was warlike. A lot of people... Around 97, 96, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. And now that we look back at it, we're like, why were we all doing that? It was like, all right, we got to suit up, and then we got to suit up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was that serious. It was that Brooklyn, was that Brooklyn serious. Brooklyn Bronx. It was that serious. But later on, you look at it like, but it was just, it was, it was just live. It was live. No matter where you're going, they come to the Bronx, we're going to Brooklyn. He was like, all right, suit up, and then suit up. Yeah. 
And yeah. uh, it shouts to you for even just being a part of, like, the coaching and just... Man, I mean... Um, that's, that's a beautiful thing. I wanted to give back, man, and uh, that was the best way. You know, my, my coach, who had a big influence on me, and um, I wanted to try to be that for some, some other young men. So I got into it sort of by mistake. Uh, I, I didn't intend to coach, but... Um, I knew some guys that were coaching at, at Canarsie, Coach Jones, Coach Titley, and those guys went to, they actually went to Sheepshead Bay. So that's what the connection was with them. And um, my wife's uh, brother was going into Sheepshead Bay. He was a big kid and he never played any sports. And I'm like, you're too big, man, to be walking around like you got to play some football or something. And <laughs> so we we got him into Canarsie and uh, he actually wound up being a, a all-city uh, defensive lineman and oh, wow. got a scholarship to Wagner College in the whole nine yards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wagner and Staten Island. Right? Staten Island. Staten Island, yeah. 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 Now, when, when you were there or towards your, your, your latest seasons there, did you get, like, what was the – enrollment like like was it dwindling down because of all the concussion stuff that was being talked about or was it still the same or was it going up what was the numbers like the ro- the enrollment was going down because they changed the structure of the school i don't know they've been doing this around new york where they turning they're making them wear uniforms and they're breaking one school up into four and five General schools Pops. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they broke they broke Shoe program they broke it up into four schools with four different pin- principals and each school could only have a certain amount of students come into for on on a given year. So what used to be a freshman class of maybe four hundred turned into like a freshman class of like a hundred and eighty, two hundred. And that killed our pool. Our, our our player pool went went dramatically lower. There was there wow. was a there was a point when we would go to camp with when I first got there, we would go to camp with sixty five kids. And by by the time they broke the schools down and everything, we were going to camp with like forty five kids. Like it was wow. like, and that's I, dramatic. And, I, and that was JV and varsity. So you know, JV's over here. We we trying to practice with like thirty guys, like scraps. Like okay, we can borrow a couple of guys from varsity that don't play. Can y'all come play with us real quick? Help us get a get a get a practice going. It was like that serious. Right, right. But we still we we still won games though. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, what happened with the return of the Crooklyn Dodgers? How come you weren't involved with that, or, or were you supposed to be, and something happened? Like, what went down true, with that? True story? Yeah, true story. Right. Absolutely. Um, Spike actually wanted to do an entire album um, with me, Special Ed, and Buckshot. Um, at that time, Buckshot and, and Duckdown had signed a big deal, a uh, big, big uh, distribution deal with Priority, I believe. And... Um, they were too busy to continue with that the, the Crooklyn Dodger um, brand. So it was sort of, you know, he didn't feel like he had the time to really put into it. So who Bucks the brand Buckshot, Buckshot. yeah Buckshot. Buckshot. Well, maybe it was probably you know Drew High, whatever. It was somebody in that camp that decided that it wasn't something that they wanted to do at that moment, and so. He made the decision. Well, I don't want to just replace Buck. I'd rather just do three new guys than 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 replace one. So that was his decision to do it that way. And we never did, we never got to do the album. Unfortunately, would have been would have been I think a, a classic record. You can still do it. I don't. It ain't gonna be the same though. You know, it's gonna be like uh, we just doing it because we didn't do it. Gotcha, gotcha. So now the EMC. Yeah. That whole movement. Yes. Strickland words. Yep. How did that whole shot, situation shot come about? It started um, back in 06 because uh, I had been 
touring with my my most recent two albums, which was Disposable Arts, came out in 01, and Long Hot Summer came out in 04. And I was doing shows overseas like like crazy, and I would bring those guys on the road with me. Um, fans got used to seeing us on stage together, and um, I think a couple of fans on the internet were just like, "Yo, you know, we heard we heard y'all were doing a a, a group," and we were like, "What?" Like no, nobody said that, but let's explore that. So we did one song just to see what the reaction would be, and that one song. Um, we we got such a such a reaction from the fans that we decided to go in and do a whole entire album. So we went in and put out um, an album called The Show, which came out in 2008. We toured for about a year or so with that album. And then we went back and started doing solo projects again. And the solo projects kind of rolled into, you know, turn, you look up and all of a sudden five years has gone by. And then um, we said, okay, well, we need to go back in the studio and figure out another record. And we went in and... In 2014, and we put out a an EP called The Turning Point. It has six songs on it. Mm-hmm. And after that EP came out, we figured out what the chemistry of the group was. And at, the, at that time, it was four members. And we decided that the chemistry wasn't working with four. We decided to go with three. And we went back in the studio in the fall and started working on the album, The Tonight Show, uh, with three members and that album just came out uh, a couple weeks ago and that's the album that you actually have you're doing it like a tonight show yeah it is it, it, the, is, the album is, is uh, Jimmy Fallon am I correct yeah a day, a day in the life uh, of EMC as the musical guest on the tonight show but on our album of course it's not Jimmy Fallon it's, a, it's, it's, it's Jimmy Falcon we got a <laughs> we got a fictional character Russell Russell Peters Russell comedian. Peters the comedian yes he's down with that he plays the he plays the, the character Jimmy Falcon and um, you know, is uh, it Falcon or Falcon? Falcon. Okay. And he got a <laughs> special guest on his on his couch. Rosie Perez comes out and he interviews her. Uh, Tony Rock, comedian Tony Rock, comes out. He interviews him. And there's a couple Shout other real Rock. interesting characters that you meet on this album behind backstage in the green room and, and and throughout the album. There's a few interesting characters that you get to meet while you're listening to this 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 musical album by EMC. So you actually put together. A real album, a real album. Because most people don't really—they don't really understand that conceptual. Like, I was putting tracks that. together, just put tracks and put it out. Yeah. And it's like that's cool to a certain extent, but then it's like put together a a, a catalog, like an album, yeah. where people can be like, "I love the skits." This, this is a day and age where dudes go in the studio, they do thirty songs, forty songs, and they pick the best twelve, and that's the album. And there's no rhyme or reason. It's just. You know, just doing records, just doing records and rhyming and spitting. And that's cool, you know, for for those artists. I come from a a place where I want to entertain people beyond the songs. And that's what we that's what we do. I think one of those reasons also was when you had albums like or songs like Me and the Biz. No, dudes, when they said when they saw the the pick of you on the show, I was like, yo, remember Me and the Biz? Like. Yeah, like yeah, like a, a a Muppet. And I'm like, it, it was it, an actual biz puppet. Yeah. And it was like, it, it's entertaining from all aspects of it, from the sound and from you know from the visuals. And you go, you're gonna be rocking with the biz this summer out in the park, right? June seventeenth, Von King Park in Brooklyn. Me and Biz, that star. You know, uh, me and Biz performing uh, live. I don't know if I've ever been on the bill with Biz. I'm trying to. Wow. Think. So that's think. gonna be. 
memorable yeah, history is. making and all that kind of stuff, man. Definitely. Lyricist Lounge presents Me in the Biz. That's the name of the show. Yes, indeed. So now, shout out to Danny Castro. You had, yeah, big up to, to Danny Castro and the crew, Anthony Marshall. Yep. Um, you had one of the highest rated episodes on Spitting in the Whip. When are you going to return to Spitting in the Whip? Well, I got to get some more bullets for the chamber first. You know, um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those deals where you got to, you know, you got to get your bars up. And my bars are always the lowest when I'm working on a new record because everything is dedicated to the record. Everything I write is for the record. And then once the record is done, then I can start writing some random verses for stuff like spitting on the whip but right now i'm like in the whip I, spitting in the whip spitting in the whip you don't want to spit on the whip no don't, <laughs> don't spit on the don't whip. spit on the whip don't don't respectful son <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not born to roll no don't do that <laughs> that's not born to roll and <laughs> born to spit <laughs> now how with you was some some people i remember some people i should remember i always felt well forget about them that's about me being from the Bronx, okay. New York, I always tried to, I ain't gonna lie, I, I really felt like I'm a current person. Mm-hmm. I love stuff from back then, but I'm still current now. Mm-hmm. I'm not like some people that just feel like, it ain't like back then, that's so it's whack. Right. It's a lot of stuff I like now. Me too. And I, I truly feel that I don't think I have really heard a track like Crooklyn Dodges before. Like it, it really, it really meant something. Yeah, yeah I even try to change it and be like Bronx Bombers because you know I, I can't keep saying you know I'm not from Brooklyn, but it's still New York. Right. But it's just like that. That collaboration meant a lot. It was feeling in that collaboration. It was, and from all the. All the artists on that track. It it was it's. I don't think I've ever heard a track of a collaboration. Another true story about that track. That, that's 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 really that the, that that heavy. The year that came out that summer was, I believe, the very first summer jam, and we weren't on the bill, but we were all in the house, and we were backstage politicking with the heads of the station. To to let me to let me Buck and 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 Ed Ed. go out and do this record. Now, in between each act, they had like fifteen minutes to twenty minutes between acts, and I was like, I was, I was like really really going the hardest with yo, let us do this, and they just could not bring themselves to let to make to make that historic thing happen. So we didn't actually perform that record together on stage for. Another what seven years or something wow. like that? Like yeah, like that was a great opportunity for it to happen. And it didn't happen. I, I still wonder what what, I, what that would have been like. I I I have to I, I look at it and say to myself when I listen to that track because people on the track with you. Yep, Buckshot Special Ed, Buckshot Special Ed, produced by Q Tip, Ali Shahid, and you know even with even with Chub Rock. Right? That's Crooklyn too. That's Crooklyn too. Return of the Crooklyn Daughters. Yeah. And like I said, even with Chub Rock, certain feelings, certain things y'all guys was guys were saying, the feeling was just strong. Man. Even like, even with part two with, with Chub Rock when he said something about the Barbara Walters, mm-hmm. 
it made you say, wow, like, dudes is actually giving us stuff from the streets and in news politics. And with a feeling like you you got everything you needed for both of those dogs. Everything you needed was in the music. Whether you want to dance, whether you want to wild out, whether you want to learn. Produced by and, DJ Premier, by the way, that, that, that one, that version. Very dope version. I actually perform my verses to that to the premiere version now in, in my show. That's just like oh, that's a little hot. the little switch up. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it's it's that was like because you know when you get one version of a collab and then a second collab is like, all right, we only just like it because you know it was y'all did the first one or whatever. But both both parts was an amazing set, and you're a part of that, and it's like. Wow, when people hear that, when I hear it now, I'm saying to myself, like, I, I don't, I can't really say I, I heard many songs that had an original and a second version to it. Where you like the second one and, as much, or even maybe even yeah, it, it's like both. So I, I try to listen now to like tracks, like what, what tracks I hear now? Was it like Welcome to My Hood? No, by DJ Khaled. It's cool, but not like that. Yeah. There's a certain track. I just like wow, y'all. Do you feel sometimes you was ahead of of a heavy game of music, um, of the art I that was, most people didn't couldn't comprehend right then and there. I was definitely ahead of my time in a lot of ways, but but being ahead of your time isn't always a good thing because typically people don't understand what the hell you're doing when you're doing it, and they don't they don't they don't get it until ten years later. Oh. Yeah, well, you were you were ahead of your time at that. Kind of felt that way about Camp Low. Okay, yeah. I mean, they were different. I mean, they was like way different. They was dressing different. The slang, the lingo, everything they were doing. You know, the whole seventies vibe. Um, but uh, hey, being ahead of your time is is kind of the same thing as being a pioneer in some ways. You know, me me rhyming over records that worked on the West Coast, being from Brooklyn, that was ahead of his time, and. Uh, you know, I had to bear, you know, the criticism from um, my hometown and deal with all of the backlash that was related to that. But it opened the door for artists from New York after me to go and do not just songs, but even movies with West Coast artists um, and collaborate with West Coast artists. So, uh, yeah, that was my that was my cross to bear. Who did you feel were just uh, was it? The stations that hated on you, or was it artists? No, no, it was, it was it was the fans more than anything. It wasn't even artists. It was just like the the streets, the streets. You know, at that time, the streets were the word on the street was that I was like the West Coast sellout because you know you got to understand what was happening at that time. There was a huge divide, uh, and and it was literally pick a side. Like you can't mm-hmm. you either rocking with us or you rocking with them, and I'm like, yo, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from New York, I'm repping New York, but this record is winning on the west coast so you know let me let me live and it was like nah you with them you with them and you know i i was approached by several different people fans and stuff back then saying yo what's up with that west coast stuff like what why you did that for like what's that about like i mean really getting questioned about it so whatever man ahead of my time but um open the door hopefully for some other cats yeah, opening the door for people like Wordsworth and uh, you know Strick, people like them. <laughs> they they open the door themselves. Them dudes are talented, man. They do their own thing. Wordsworth was ahead of his time with the Lyricist Lounge TV show. 
sketch comedy, rhyming, rhyming the, the rhyming the words on the sketch comedy show. That's that's never been done before. Is that right? I ain't know that about words. Oh yeah, he was on the Lyricist Lounge TV show. Um, he was one of the main characters on the, on on there. He's on every skit pretty much, Ramen. And he was one of the writers as well. Is that true words? Yes, sir. Hey, <laughs> Why are you being so quiet over there, man? Nah, I'm listening. You know, I'm listening. You know, when to jump in, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm listening, man. Always, always like to listen and learn, too, man. Uh, words on so, the line. What up, man? How y'all been? How y'all been? We good. We good. So tell us your first introduction to Master Ace as far as like meeting him and the, the real story. Don't give us no like, you know, canned answer. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was just nah, chilling on the block. Nah. I said, what up? I, I said, met, what up? I met him. Uh, we met We met through a mutual friend named JF because we were both putting out music through uh, JF, Mona Hip Hop. And um, Ace had heard some music and had um, asked JF about uh, me and Punch at that time and... I was like, word, you know, because I, I grew up listening to Ace, of course. And then um, Ace had played, the first song I think Ace played was actually Block Episode. And um, he's like, yo, I want you in the joint. And as soon as I was in the studio, standing next to him hearing that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get the idea of what it is. And um, I just want to make sure the verse, is, the verse was crazy because, you know, it's like a rite of passage when you rhyme with some of your people you uh, people you looked up to. You know what I'm saying? Like for them to put you on something, you feel like you made it, and then you want to make sure you come through at the buzzer. You know, so that's that's pretty much what uh, my my first you know vibe of me and Ace was like. And as far as uh, your particular situations and confrontations with moopies, moopies, not groupies, <laughs> moopies. Like, give, give us one of those stories. Um, man, it's just really a lot about, man, you, you know, can I say around for you right now? And it's like, it's impossible to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but they all like, in the air, though. Like, yeah, they all in the air. Like, man yeah, like, breaking, that's man violation, all in the air. Yeah, I can't even hear you. See, the main thing is, like, I don't even mind if you want to say a verse to me. I just don't want you to be intoxicated. That's the main thing about it. It's, it's when dudes are just... Over, overly intoxicated and then trying to communicate because we all know that doesn't go hand-to-hand. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to say a rhyme or, you know, whatever, I don't mind anything, but just when you're intoxicated, man, I can't I can't hear you rhyming and, and spitting and, you know, it's just, it's just too over-the-top for me that way. Out of, out of all three of you guys in EMC, who, who's forgotten the verse first? Mm. Forgotten the verse? Yeah, forgotten the verse. I know y'all are capable of of getting over that because of the yeah, skills yeah. that you possess. I w- but I would, say, I would say I'm I'll probably be the first one to forget some lines, and I just keep going through it. Um, Ace Ace is really meticulous and a perfectionist. So I've, as many rhymes as he knows, he can actually. We'll be on stage, and somebody be like, "Yo, can you do Brooklyn Masala?" He'd be like, all right, let's do it. Like me, if you'd ask me to do a full record, I ain't going to know it right now. We don't got that track now. We don't got that track. We don't got that track. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much any song you ask Ace to do, he know the rhymes for it. And then Strick, I think Strick is just so well equipped with it because he writes all his rhymes in his head anyway. So That's art. That's that's really a disposable art. Yeah. Yeah. So for him, it's probably easiest because it's already there like that, natural. How'd you feel when you heard, you know, Master Ace 
with Ed O.G. Well, I wanted to hear what, what they was cooking up, but being it's fortunate that, you know, touring with Ace, I'm able to hear sneak previews of things. <laughs> so I wanted to so hear smart, how it was going to work out. But um, I, I, I loved it, man. Actually, I never heard the little Young record until actually, like, when it came out. And I thought that, that concept and idea was real dope. And shout to shout to Ed O.G. Yep. And the Bulldogs. We'll still say Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs. Repping that Boston, Massachusetts, and all that, man. Uh, man, so for, with you, man, what can we expect? Like, I know, well, the album is done, correct? So it's done like about a week ago, Ace? EMC? EMC. Oh, it's out. It's out. It's out. It's out. Yeah. So let people know who's who work with you guys on the project as far as production okay. and stuff like that. Well, um, one of the producers uh, from your area, my man Diamond D from DRTC, one of the one of the great one of the greatest yeah. ever to be producer and artist. Yeah. Well, he, he produced a joint called Monologue that we have a video for that we actually shot in Brazil while we were out there. Um, that's out right now. You can check out that video called the Monologue. Um, and then we have uh, some up and coming producers, some cats that you you won't you won't have heard of, but you will hear of after this. Uh, DJ Science, um, Flip, the Soul Fisher. Um, Kick Beats, which is a cat that I'm going to be working with on my new project. Um, and uh, who, who am I leaving out, Words? You got uh, Schematics. Um, you got the R. You have also, um, let's see who did, uh, Pop Bundy. Oh, yeah, De- Deborah's son. Yeah, Deborah's son. And then, you know, you got Be Real or Cypress Hill doing a hook on there. You got Exhibit on there. Nice. You got... Um, Rosie Perez actually on there acting, you know, the real Rosie Perez. You got Tony Rock on there. You got Russell Peters so uh, playing Jimmy Falcon. So it's 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 well casted. That's how you pretty much could say it's, the album is casted a certain way because it's a whole theme and acting going on. You know, speaking of, you mentioned Cypress Hill. Be real, yeah. Cypress Hill. Shout yeah. out to the whole Cypress Hill. Definitely. You, uh, we had a, a guest on our show named Chewy. Okay, I know Chewy. From Sacramento, California. Yeah, I know Chewy. South Sac Mac. And he yeah. was like, yo, growing up, he was always loving, like, artists from our side. Yeah. And it was, like, really hard because Sacramento, he said, many, it's not that, the scene ain't really that big out there. Yeah. And matter of fact, we also got his, Miss Red. His mom. His mom. They're going to be on in a few moments, actually. Oh, word. In a couple yeah. of minutes. A couple yeah. minutes. Oh, word? Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they're listening yeah. right now, and he's probably going nuts. That, that's probably, <laughs> probably them right nuts now. right now. Like, <laughs> man, stays on the phone. I, I know Chewy, man, from way back, West Coast. Right. Matter of fact, hold on. Let's, let's see if we can hook this up right quick. Hold on. So I'm pretty sure he'll try to have a try. Your own live. Is, is that you, Chew? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad if I took too long. No, no, no. You good. You good, son. We was just talking about you. You know what I mean? We got Master Ace here. Word, word. Hey, whoa, whoa, man. Chewy. Man, you're a legend, man. <clears throat> What's going on, man? How you living, OG? I'm good, man. Man, it's, a, it's an honor to speak to you. Same here, man. You're not the Chewy I'm thinking of then. Uh, From Sacramento? But, dude, because I know, I, know, I know another Chewy... They used to work at a radio station. That's not you? Oh, no, 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 no. That's Chewy Gomez. Okay, uh, all right, actually, all right. Yeah, I, got, I actually got my name from him from a cat that I went to high school with. He used to call me that all the time, and I didn't know who it was. <laughs> when I found out right. who it was, I was like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I, was, I thought you were him. Meeting him. No, no, I'm actually looking forward to meeting him. Oh, but, but this Chewy here, he's my high school, he's, you know, my artist like you, and 
He even got his skills from his mom. Is he, your mom rhymes? Yeah, yeah, she right, right here. I'm right here. What's up? Oh, what's How y'all up? doing? We good. We good, Mama Chili. What's happening, Red? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Just chilling. Yeah, yeah. She's sick with it, too. She would take out whole squads by herself. Oh, Even engineering. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said he learned engineering from her. She was in the in the, in the house doing engineering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. man. Right in the bed. Had the bedroom studio. You know how that goes. Oh, yeah. With oh, the yeah. wicker. With the wicker. <laughs> Making the, the best acoustic that you can get. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, listen, uh, Chewy and, you know, Mama Red, Mama Chewy, you're on the phone with, uh, obviously you're on the phone with Master Ace Master and Wordsworth. And Wordsworth yep. right Man. now. So I'm going to give you your shot. You know what I mean? It's, it's, Yo, you y'all going to ask some questions if you like right now, and then we'll, we'll get to y'all. Okay. Or you can't. <laughs> or, or you don't have to ask questions. It's all, it's all good. I don't ask them. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of what to ask. <laughs> um, I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of the name of the song because I actually redid one of your joints a while ago when I was like uh, 20. I can't remember. Man. Marco Polo made the beat. Oh, Nostalgia. 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 That's that's like one of my favorite joints. My homie showed it to me. I was like, man, can I get this beat? Like, man, he's going in right now. Oh, that's dope. You rhymed. You rhymed over that that beat, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it was inspired by you, but not, not in a not like not in a disrespect. Like, oh, I'm gonna rap over his beat. Like, no, I, no, just, no, I, don't, I mean, beats, that, that beats song for everybody. made me pick the pen up. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, is it on YouTube somewhere? I can hear it. Um. I believe it might still be on my SoundCloud or YouTube, but yeah, I'll try to find it. Uh, I think it's called uh, it's called Encanto. Encanto. Yeah, Encanto. Like E N C A N T O. Right, right. Okay, you must be you must be hitting heavy on them on that sofrito or something or that tacos and Encanto. <laughs> trying to figure out where that come uh, from. I was Encanto. reading the Divine Comedy, and so uh, yeah, it's actually uh, it's kind of like a play on words for females. And it's like, a, like you know, Shorty got you in Canto. Like, I'm kind of like, I'm in hell right now. Like, it's, it's hell with or without you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we're going to, we go, yeah, we'll, 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 look, we'll look for that. Exactly. When we talk with y'all later on. Y'all, y'all hold tight for a second. We're going to get you all. We're going to wrap this up right here. This gentleman, he's been, okay, he cool, been cool. here for a while. Hold so tight, hold cool. tight, y'all. <laughs> Pretty much left him speechless for a little bit. He can't even really talk right now. But listen, Mass Ace. You, you know, I mean, words and Strickland, Strickland, whole crew. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for what you. Thank you for still doing it because it's it's beautiful when we see people like you still touring. It's like some people they can't understand it. Like how you still touring? It's because you put music out. I mean, some of, some of my peers rely on their past catalog, and they really only tour when it's something related to quote unquote old school or whatever and that's cool if you have those type of big records um but sometimes having those big records makes you a little bit reliant on those records mm-hmm. and you don't try to really come forward and make new music so i've been making new music for the entire duration um and that new music has allowed me has garnered me new fans and new markets and new places so each time I've dropped the record, I've had a new sort of legion of fans that were 15, 16, 17, 18 years old that are now just finding out about me because of this new record, right? And so each time I drop a new record, if I'm, if I'm fortunate that it's a good enough record, 
I, I, I grab a whole new uh, generation of fans, and that's what it's about. It's a, it's, it's, it's keep def- that cycle going. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely about your, your, your fans that, that love your old stuff. But there are people that come up to me now, like especially like in New York, who only relate to me from the 1990 album. Like, oh, I remember me and the Biz, me and the Biz, oh, me Music Man, that was my joint. What you been doing since? Like, they have no clue that I've been dropping albums like since since then. And I, I mentioned me and the Biz earlier because one of my big homies, when that track was out. He used to love playing it, and that's when he had the Sterling and the Milano. Oh, the and I told people the they don't Alfred know what is what's the Sterling. What's the Milano? I'm like, yo, listen, it's not a Jetta, it's a Milano. It's not a, it's not a, it looked like not a legend, it's not a Honda Accord. That's a Sterling, and people don't even some people don't even know what those cars are, but those are like baller cars. Yeah, my my one of my dancers had a Sterling, <laughs> a dancer, a dancer with a. Yeah. Those cars. When you see somebody with those cars, and those are in my hood from certain big homies of mine, and they be, they, it, it brings that memory. So, you know, but they're still current people. But yeah. I remember that. Well, Sterling still are in England. You know, if you go to England, they're they're still on the oh, streets. Wow. Oh yeah, they just stopped making them here, but they're still in. They're in England everywhere. And then Milano, Sterling's in Milano. Shout to my man S Boogie, S Boogie, and my man Glaze, my two dancers from back in '90. Me and me and S, me and Sean used to trade cars. I would give him my blazer. He would give me the Sterling, make it look like you know. Yeah, yeah. Front for your neighborhood, like oh, y'all got mad cars. Switch, you switch do it. it up. It's simple. It's, that's, yeah. So let everybody know um, where they can got, cop the album and where you guys are gonna be performing next, so they can come out and see y'all. Yeah, all all digital outlets, obviously, you know, iTunes, Amazon, etc. Um, but you can also get the CD at ughh.com as well as uh. Penaltyint.com. Uh, shout out to Penalty Records uh, for putting this putting this record out for us. Um, and you can get the vinyl. We we do have vinyl um, from hhv.de. Wow. Pick that up as well. Um, we have shows coming up uh, this weekend. Um, we're doing a, a little mini tour through um, New England. So we're going to be in um, New Haven, Connecticut. We're going to be in uh, Burlington, Vermont. Wow. We're going out to Martha's Vineyard. We're going to be in Massachusetts doing a few shows. So uh, go to our um, Bands in Town page. That's 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 the app on your phone, Bands in Town, and look up EMC or look up Master Ace, and you'll see all of the dates where we're gonna be. And uh, EMC coming to you real soon. Appreciate you guys having me, man. No problem. Thank Long you for blowing coming. out a lot of speakers. Exactly. Having guy have to go back to the shop, re- get that's stuff rewired, and keep doing those albums that are movies. Those movie yes. albums. My solo record is coming the end of the year. Get ready for oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Oh, okay. 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 Swing back through for that day, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, swing back through. I've <laughs> right. been catching this summer, too, in Brooklyn with Biz. June, 4th, June 17th, Von King Park, Brooklyn. There it is. Yeah. Me and the Biz. Yes, indeed. It's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to hey. fast food radio. Thermal Sound Waves. Wave.